20 minutes after the hour, Hani Herman is with us live via telephone. Hani, of course, Associate Director of Yachad. It is always fascinating to us, like we just heard from Rav Daron from Mizrahi, it's always fascinating to us to learn what different organizations and uh, and efforts, especially those that depend on uh, travel and people getting together and Shabbatonim, etc., uh, what they're doing and how they're adjusting, especially now before the holiday of Pesach. A, a group like Yachad is always very active before a major Chag. And uh, we'll see what they're doing now. Hani Herman, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Morning. Thank you so much, Nachum, for welcoming me to your show and really for the opportunity to talk about Yachad and response during this difficult time. Yeah, no problem at all. We appreciate that. And we're all, frankly, very curious about how things are going. Um, let's start with the with the social aspect. Yachad is one of those groups, and there are thousands of them that we can name, in our community that, you know, one of the central parts of its activities are Shabbatonim, events, get-togethers, sometimes, you know, smaller groups, whatever the case may be. It, it must be fascinating to continue forward having eliminated that part of the program. Absolutely. It, it's fascinating and, and sort of devastating at the same time. Um, and, you know, as you mentioned, the foundation of Yachad, I mean, the mission of Yachad is, is all about breaking isolation year-round and, and bringing people together. Um, and one of the things that we've really been thinking so much about, we think about it year-round, but now especially during this isolation, is how difficult this time is for the world, but especially for individuals and families who have special needs. Um, I mean, this isolation has even more profound effects. You're talking about breaks from routine, you know, which includes school and day habilitation programs, social activities, and as you mentioned, mentioned Shabbat Honim. I mean, yeah. this is a huge break from, from this routine, and especially for those caring for them, it's, it's huge stress uh, caring for loved ones with complex needs. Yeah, if you think about the uh, how, how everybody being thrown off their routine and off their regular schedule has affected typical families, uh, imagine what it's done for families that are in situations like you just described, and if it's difficult, and if it's difficult for everyone to be together under one roof in a uh, relatively small environment, imagine mm-hmm. imagine when taking care of uh, one person, you know, makes that uh, exponentially more difficult. Hani Herman's with us. We're speaking about yachad. You know, yachad means together, and we keep we, we keep saying we're we're you know what's the expression everyone's using? We're uh, we're apart together. We're apart together. So there is still a component of being yacha. There's still a component of being together, but I don't know if most of the members appreciate it. I think they'd rather, you know, be able to get together with their advisors and counselors and with their friends and colleagues and, you know, and, and, and experience the happy get together, the get togethers that they've always had. Absolutely. So, you know, our response had to be very quick. I mean, while we, we had to acknowledge that certain things wouldn't be the same as being, you know, physically in the same room together, uh, within a few days, we had, we had within a few days of the program closures, we all went virtual. Uh, we created a vehicle for YASA members to connect with one another, literally from across the region. We have a virtual school, a virtual day program. <laughs> we have art and cooking clubs, a comedy show, a game show, um, and even more important than than checking in one on one on parents, but we've also developed parent support groups and many more. 
Um, and believe it or not, uh, we've even had virtual Yachad circle time, which <laughs> is a highlight at Yachad Shabbaton, if you've ever been to a Yachad Shabbaton. Can you have uh, any type of, I don't want to say real Shabbaton, because that would require it being on Shabbos, but on Fridays, can you put together a a you know a part of a program where virtually everyone feels that they're getting that Shabbaton feeling together? Yes, we've begun to roll things out like that already. We've had like a Thursday night Dvar Torah learning and Mishmar program. We've done the Friday circle time. We've had regions starting to do virtual Havdalahs to try to bring you know, the Yafet spirit as much as possible together. Um, one of the, there's, there's one very innovative thing that we're working on, which I wanted to mention, uh, which is really about bringing people together in a new way. Um, a couple of months ago, before all this happened, uh, we partnered with this amazing man from the five towns. His name is Michael Libor. And we've created what's called Virtual Buddies through a brand new app that he's been developing uh, with a company called Mokstra. And, and the name of the app is called Srilly. Uh, it's actually named for a, a, young, a young man who's been part of Yachad and, and other special needs programs for many years. And the app basically uh, helps forge connections for individuals with special needs and community volunteers from across the world. Within three days of us trying to bring this new app together, we had over 200 people sign up with us. And that number is growing daily. Very so interesting, I'll tell it's you. Really, really interesting. So, so, um, Yachad members and non-Yachad members in our community, we've learned over the last couple of weeks, really have no problem learning the uh, the virtual way. <laughs> that is that is correct. And uh, what's really cool about this virtual buddy system on the Srilly app is it's really Yachad creating um, with this with this uh, company a safe space where scheduled calls can take place regularly and. Just like at Yachad events, meaningful connections can be made for many years to come. Unbelievable, I'll tell you. Um, is everyone still active, meaning your counselors, your advisors, the staff, the administration? Is everyone still active? And has everybody become a programmer? And I don't mean computer programmer. I mean, <laughs> I mean, has everyone you know taken part of the responsibility of keeping these programs going for the uh, for the clients? Absolutely, everyone at Yachad is all in. I think that. The devastation of, of the isolation really was really a call to action for everyone, whether you're a paid staff member or you're a volunteer or you come to an event once a year. Um, everybody knew that everybody had to be all in. Uh, when the, and whether that's checking on someone or running a program virtually or offering your services you know, to run a support group, everybody really had to be all in. One of the amazing things that we launched within a few days, um, and I'd love for people to go check it out if it could be helpful to them, we launched a landing page called Yachad on Demand, which is a way for families to quickly connect with a variety of programs and resources that we're offering or that's available in the community. And if you've, if you've never been part of Yachad before, you could still be part of this, which is what I think one of the most beautiful things is. This is a time where we need to all be helping each other uh, across organizations, across the community. So even if you've never been to Yachad before, you can go to Yachad on Demand, yachad.org slash Yachad on Demand. Put your name in, put your email address in, and we'll reach out to you and we'll connect you virtually to all the events and programs that we have going on so that people can feel less isolated. Uh, Yachad has essentially become, Hani Herman's with us, Yachad has essentially become international over the years. Is everything that you've described to us this morning available to everyone around the world? 
this is happening all around the world. Um, different time zones, different times. There's, there's <laughs> always something happening. And, and I think I mentioned before, it's incredible. We have Yasa participants who are connecting with each other from across the region, which is just amazing. Right. It's interesting. I'll tell you, we learned a lot of lessons from this whole episode and we'll continue to learn. I guess one of them is that if someone has to be isolated or someone for whatever reason is in a situation where it's hard for them to connect with friends or hard even to come to Shabbatonim, et cetera, we've developed a way now for uh, for people to to feel more in touch than in the past. Absolutely. And and I please God when when this crisis is over, yeah. I think there are a lot of wonderful wonderful things that will come out of it on the Yafet end and that is Maybe there are more and better ways that we can connect to people who, you know, maybe are homebound or can't get out and come to a, physically come to a Yachad event. No and question about it. to keep that going. No question about it. You know, you've, you've, uh, you and your colleagues have joined us on the air over the years to talk about inclusion uh, before major holidays. Uh, it could be Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. It could be Sukkot. It could be Purim. We've talk, spoken about um, Megillah readings and uh, including uh, everybody uh, from the Yachad community uh, in those. Uh, Pesach's coming up. I, I think normally if this was not a, a a pandemic year, you and I might be discussing how you're encouraging people out there to include, uh, you know, those with special needs in their in their Pesach Seder. Think of them before Yontav in terms of what they may need, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What is the message now that we know that the the uh, Pesach Seder will be uh, a lot less crowded than it used to be uh, uh, this time around? Yeah, I would say, you know, people have been asking us how they can help. Uh, I think particularly during this time, something even as simple as just checking in on a family in your community who has a child with special needs. Ask them how they're doing. Just let them know that you're caring and thinking about them. Uh, Because by doing that, you're acknowledging that their isolation is more difficult than the typical family. Yeah, so I think just by reaching out is a huge thing. And also remember, and I'm sure you can attest to this, that there are a lot of families with children with special needs who are invited to to friends and other families because, you know, of, of the difficulty sometimes in making their own Pesach, and obviously they're on their own this time around. Absolutely. And, and one of the things we've been speaking about is Cholamoed. I mean, Yachad is how many years we've been going, a great adventure, and, and yeah. other types of trips during Cholamoed. Um, and this year, this year we can't do that. So... We're trying to think of some very cool Solomoid virtual events <laughs> that we can do uh, to give some families some respite uh, and be very engaging for our, our Yasa participants as well. And, and they'll be able to find that information once we have it up on our landing page soon. Well, Khani, um, based on how you and your staff are doing during this crisis, I think only emphasizes how well you and your staff do when there is no crisis. And, and that is the ultimate compliment, in my opinion. Uh, so Thank can, you so can, much, Nachum. They're a very dedicated group of people who, who really care about the Jewish community. Information about all of this, I assume Yachad has a website, right? Yes, so they can go to yachad.org slash yachadondemand. And get all the info. Wishing you a Chag Kasher V'Sameach, and of course everybody at Yachad as well, and uh, looking forward to speaking to you during more normal times. Same to you as well. <laughs> Wishing you a wonderful Pesach. Thanks so much for having me. A pleasure. Hani Herman, Associate Director of Yachad. Amazing what they're doing. A lot of creativity out there and a lot of um, energy. A lot of energy. When she said that the entire staff nationwide, or even internationally, is all in, a lot of energy. There are people who don't allow themselves to give in to this thing.
and they just keep on going every single day, even if it's not as exciting as regular programming would be, even if it's not doesn't afford the opportunity to get together with other people. They are all in, as she said, as long as uh, they're doing the maximum. They just want to do whatever they can do, the maximum. 